What's up guys, welcome back to the committee. Today we're doing the post week one top 10. Uh, coming in at number 10 though, we got the Florida Gators 1-0. Uh, took down Utah 29-26 Saturday night. A fantastic game uh, where Anthony Richardson and Billy Napier's Gators um, looked pretty good. Uh, I thought that Florida overperformed than what I expected. I expected a Utah win there at the Swamp, but Florida really came out and played a good game. They're up to number 12 in the AP poll um, and 19 in the coaches, so getting a lot of national attention now after that win, and they're going to be facing number 20 Kentucky next week, also a night game, 6 o'clock on ESPN, back in the Swamp. Uh, I'm really excited for that one back-to-back ranked games to open the season um, and then they got South Florida and right after that at Tennessee so a lot of interesting stuff going on for the Gators um, really excited to see Anthony Richardson play again against Will Levis and the Wildcats next week coming in at number nine we got Baylor who uh, absolutely smacked um, Albany 69 to 10 uh, doubled them in yards, tripled them in first downs. Um, not, you know, a, a good performance from the Bears, but not really anything you can look into that much against Albany. Uh, next week, taking on BYU on the road at 9:15. This is going to be a fantastic game. Baylor took them down 38-24 last year in Waco, um, and I'm really excited for this. This is going to be a future Big 12 matchup between two teams that are not really considered elite I would say but considered to be um, top teams in the country and have been the past few years looking to prove they are elite um, and Baylor will have Oklahoma State coming up soon as well so looking forward to that coming in at number eight we have the USC Trojans Lincoln Riley Caleb Williams had their debuts in Southern California and it went pretty well USC smacked Rice 66-14. Um, every drive led by Caleb Williams resulted in a score. Um, it was pretty much, besides the first little instance in the first quarter where it was 14-7, whatever, it, it was all USC there. Um, the Trojans looked pretty good, up to number 10 in the AP poll and number 12 in the coaches poll. Um who they got on their schedule next we got at stanford 6:30 on abc uh, again another good one we've, we've already seen from 10 9 and 8 big matchups next week so we have lots of good football to look forward to uh, coming in number seven we have the clemson tigers so as everyone knows clemson had a few years at the top consistent top four consistent playoff team last year fell off a bit going 10 and 3 cheese at bull dub over iowa state um, but not really to the expectations that people expect Clemson to play at. And uh, head fronting that, DJ Uyunglele, um, he didn't really have a good season last year and didn't look very great against Georgia Tech the other night. Uh, uh, honestly, to me, the, the offense, there there's clear problems. Um, Tony Elliott's gone. Um, Trevor Lawrence, he's gone. Can't help Dabo anymore. I think the answer is to put in Kate Klubnick and see what he can do. I really like Klubnick. I've, I've watched some tape from him from high school, from camps, um, from preseason, and 
I think he's the guy over DJ Uyangalele. Um, so hopefully Clemson makes that decision and sort of like Kelly Bryant, Trevor Lawrence gets Klubnik in. Um, unfortunately, it's, it's going to be a few weeks till anything actually matters for them as they got Furman and La Tech. Uh, but right after that, taking on Wake Forest on the road, Sam Hartman just announced to be back and healthy, so he'll be good to go for that. And then NC State at home. Those are going to be some big ACC games uh, that I'm really looking forward to. And, of course, the Clemson defense looked fantastic as always. Um, really just the offense that's the problem. Clemson is ranked number five in the AP poll and number four in the coaches poll. Uh, coming in at number six is my Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, got the W in Brent Venable's debut. Um, it was a really exciting game. Uh, I had a lot of fun, and I, my favorite part was surely the little stretch in the first quarter where Jeff Levy and the offense just pounded, pounded, pounded the hurry up uh, in Utah's face, and they had no answer for it. It was so quick, so fast, um, executed well, and that gets me really excited for the rest of the season. Uh, another thing I noticed um, as compared to last year is improved tackling. Last year, we would see many times the Sooners on defense would let up a slant or a curl, which is still happening, um, but give the give the receivers the opportunities for crazy yak because um, just wouldn't tackle anyone just plenty of missed tackles and extra yard unnecessary yards given up um, and though the coverage was a little soft on Saturday and it, it you know those crossing routes were still killer um, and there's a lot of plays kind of wondering what's going on in the coverage with how open uh, the UTEP players turned out to be but even despite that I thought the tackling was fantastic um, there wasn't many instances of uh, free yardage given up by the defense and I really like that um, unfortunately next weekend is Kent State uh, night game though pretty exciting we'll get to see new little bit the lights that the Sooners got obviously not South Carolina quality um, but then taking on Nebraska in Lincoln the following week, so looking forward to that. The Sooners are ranked 7th in the AP and 7th in the coaches as well. Coming in at number 5, we got the Texas A&M Aggies pulled up, picked up a shutout against uh, Sam Houston State, who recently won the FCS National Championship about two years ago. Um, so game notes from this, Anaya Smith is crazy OP. That dude is a certified freak, absolute baller. Um, that's it's pretty fun to watch. Uh, Smith go crazy. Uh, you know, I changed pretty great too. Evan Stewart even had a few plays there. Um, but Haynes King, you know, he had a decent game, uh, made some good throws, but he made some poor ones for sure. Two interceptions, and both of them, I'd say, were. Um, just you know free in you know pretty much free picks like the first one to the end zone double coverage a bit of a short ball uh, the corner makes a move on it um, the safety makes a move on it and there's not much uh, the receiver can do there that's an easy pick second one same thing King throws the ball a little high a little behind 
Uh, the timing wasn't really there, and that got snagged easily. So I'm looking for Haynes King to uh, kind of build the chemistry and timing with the receivers a little bit more and get more comfortable in the system uh, before making a real, real judgment on him. Uh, so far, though, he's looked okay, and I, you know, I got to, I got to see more of him. A um, and M is ranked sixth in the AP poll and sixth in the coaches as well. Uh, coming in at number four, we've got Michigan. Um, Michigan took care of business against Colorado State, 51 to seven. No complaints there. Uh, it was a good game. Good performance overall from the Wolverines. Looked good for the majority everywhere. Um, Cade McNamara though. Didn't really shine. Didn't, you know, I'd say that's that was an aspect last year, even with the Wolverines being a crazy good team uh, going to the college football playoff. Uh, number two, um, McNamara, he, he just, he he's not very impressive. I, I don't know what else to say. Um, I don't really think he is capable of repeating a Big Ten title. I think if they want that, they're going to have to play J.J. McCarthy, and he's going to have to play well, which I think he definitely can and will. Um, J.J. is going to be playing next week against Hawaii. As we saw a few weeks ago, Jim Harbaugh announced uh, McNamara would play the first game against um, Colorado State, and then J.J. would get the start in week two. And then from there, they'll see. Uh, I think McCarthy's the guy, so I'm looking forward this week to seeing if he can prove that he is. Uh, Michigan sitting at fourth in the AP poll and fifth in the coaches poll. Um, they made a jump up four spots uh, all the way up to number four from eight in the AP, um, which is kind of interesting there. Number three, we have the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, now, let me just first say that this top three is very interchangeable, and Alabama did absolutely nothing wrong on Saturday. They smacked, smacked, smacked Utah State. They looked freakish fast. Uh, Bryce Young looked good. Goes off for six touchdowns. Um, got the Longhorns next week in Austin on game day. Uh, I'm super excited for that one. Um, I'm hoping that Texas can keep it a good game, but this Bama team is looking crazy. And really, sitting here at number three is kind of an injustice to them for how good they are, but uh, they're going to have to prove it they're going to have to prove it this weekend against Texas. So we'll see. Number two, Ohio State. Um, they look pretty good. They broke down Notre Dame by the end of the game and just um, kept chipping away at them. It wasn't as explosive of a game as we would have liked to see from the offense. Uh, of course, Jackson Smith and Jigba got hurt there and is reportedly going to be out for two weeks. So that's a little upsetting for the Buckeyes. Um, but Jim Knowles' defense impressed in the debut and Ohio State controlled that game um, and showed for sure they're better they're the better better team than Notre Dame uh, and which Notre Dame played they played a good game and they're just outside my top 10 here but the Buckeyes eventually shut them down uh, holding them just to 10 points in Tyler Buckner's starting debut but I like this Buckeyes team I think it's one of the best offenses in the country, a top three for sure. Um, and it's up to, I'd say, Knowles and the defense to get it together after seeing what happened last season. And this is definitely a good step in the right direction. Uh, unfortunately, Ohio State's taking on Arkansas State and then Toledo. Um, so that doesn't really help us there. But 
Wisconsin is coming to the shoe the week after that. Um, so that's going to be exciting. And Ohio State kicks off their Big Ten play there as well. And coming in at number one, we've got the reigning national champion Georgia Bulldogs, who just embarrassed um, Dan Lanning's Ducks. Uh, 49 to 3, outgained Oregon by over 250 yards. Um, two turnovers for the Ducks there as well. Bo picks, um, threw two picks once again. Stetson Bennett looked pretty good. Um, I thought, I mean, <laughs> Georgia just rolled. There's no other way around it. Um, they deserve to be number one right now. Um, after that performance, scoring on their first seven drives, and then just, you know, that's the game over right there. That's absurd. All touchdowns. Um, incredible game from Georgia, and there's no reason they shouldn't be number one after this week, after that performance. Uh, the Bulldogs are going to be taking on Samford next week, so whatever. And then after that, traveling uh, to Columbia to play Spencer Rattler and the Gamecocks. I'm excited for that one. Uh, South Carolina looked all right this past weekend. Um, if they'll have enough magic in them to beat Georgia once again, uh, we'll see. But uh, that's going to wrap it up for my post-week one top 10. Um, super excited for this next weekend. I'm going to be bringing out some game day predictions to y'all. Um, some picks. We're going to be playing spread line over once again. Um, and I think we're going to see some more uh, impactful movement after this week of games. Uh, so to recap, we got number one, Georgia, number two, Ohio State, number three, Alabama, number four, Michigan, number five, Texas A&M, number six, Oklahoma, number seven, Clemson, number eight, USC, number nine, Baylor, and number 10, Florida. That's the committee's top 10 post week one. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you in the next one.